This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Welcome into your weekend. It's time for another smoking hot episode of The Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. Mike North and Carmen DeFelco with you each and every week. And yes, we have baseball. We have the NBA and NHL playoffs. But you know what is front and center, ladies and gentlemen? Of course, it's the National Football League. The schedule has been released. We can start breaking it down. The Bears host the Packers in week one. And wouldn't you know it, Mike, now that Aaron Rodgers is gone, the Bears are actually a favorite in week one against the Packers. They haven't been favored against Green Bay since 2019, but they're about a point, point and a half favorite to kick off the season at Soldier Field in September. You know, I'm not going to comment on the uh, schedule. I haven't looked, but I have a good feeling they'll go 14-3. and That's just the way I feel. But when you start thinking about what happened, when you start, to, when you start thinking about what actually happened, uh, last year, when you went down the schedule last year, nobody picked them to lose ten in a row. Absolutely right. So you know all this nonsense. You know, like the Hawks draft pick. I seen guys that have been married and had triplets, and they didn't jump around like they jump around <laughs> for for what happened the other night. And this kid's going to be terrific. All you had to show me was the one highlight, and I go, my God, I can't believe the goalie. He made three moves within four feet of the goalie. Right. Uh, I go, that's not possible, and yet he did, and I've seen them all. Now, I'm going to just say this. The Chicago Bears being only that favorite with a future Hall of Famer at quarterback, plugging up all the positions that I've heard they did in the draft, having all these draft picks, and they lose Aaron Rodgers, and they're only favored by a point one and a point. half. One point, yeah. Uh, you know what? I think that I'm already going to announce it's probably a stay away. Okay. And we haven't even gotten there yet because you know what? Uh, hope springs eternal. But you know what? We're going to find out some things about the Bears and the Packers from this one game alone and the quarterback position. So it's going to be interesting. The Bears are actually a favorite in the look-ahead lines in the first two weeks of the season, at home against Green Bay and then on the road in Tampa. It's a much different Tampa team. I now didn't that- see a lot of wins. Well, what do you I think? Saw I mean, six, seven, which is—I'm sorry, I'm not going to accept it. Not with the—not with the, you know a, a year under the belt. I think it's possible they could explode, but it's also possible because I've seen other teams projected to do well in this town that haven't. It's possible they're going to fall on their face. Seven or eight feels about right. The total is seven and a half. Believe it or not, and I didn't little, know that. Yeah, it's seven and a half with a little juice to the over. Believe it or not, I, if you get if you get seven to eight, I, I I know this sounds. I'm I'm a guy that likes to win. I know. So I will I not be happy, but you can't deny that things get better. Now this is a big year. This is a big year for Justin Fields. One hundred percent. If he doesn't get it done, everybody, you know, I don't have a lot of uh, wrinkles in my face. People go. How can you not have wrinkles in, in your face? I go, because I'm right a lot. But the bottom line is, if you're not right a lot, well, you start to get gray in your beard. I'm not casting any aspersions on anybody. But the bottom line is this, that, you know what? It's I think we agree on one thing, Carm. After the hubbub about the previous guy, 
the honeymoon is over now, and we got to see vast improvement, getting rid of the football, doing what you got to do. Uh, yeah. And I'm rooting 100% for this because I don't want to sit through what we're sitting through with the Chicago White Sox right now. Uh, I don't either. I don't think anybody no. wants to sit through no. that. And you don't want to sit through the, Yeah, you don't want to sit through the Bears having, you know, three years from now. Uh, f- find a new coach again and find a new general manager I want to win again. and uh, yes. people get mad at me because I, you know how you last 31 years in this business on regular radio? I don't care what how much time you get. The fact is you got to be honest and you got to be frank. And you know what? I never had any illusions about the Sox rebuild because I knew what they who was doing the building. You just don't yeah. go to that builder. People you can't trust, right? Yeah. Absolutely. And, yeah. and and the same thing goes with this regime. Show me, but you know what? I do like what I see. But if the quarterback falls on the face, they're the ones that didn't uh, want competition from them the first two seasons. So they will take their share of the blame. But if the kid explodes, huge year for him. Yep. And I think with the weakening of the division, we got an opportunity. Yeah, that's true. I think it is a weakened division, and maybe oh, Detroit is the creme it. de la creme, but you're right. It's a weakened division, no doubt about well, it. Well, you know, Aaron Rodgers is no different than Julius Randle. I mean, I see Julius Randle of the Knicks. We'll get to the mm. NBA taking all sorts of hits, and I'll explain why he shouldn't okay. because he's basically been Aaron Rodgers because he got him in the playoffs after only being with the Knicks for three, four years, even though picking up Brunson was a huge thing. But Aaron Rodgers was a regular season hero. Regular yeah, but he has won a Super one, Bowl. One since 2010. You, He won more MVPs than Tom Brady. You got to show mm-hmm. me more. And I'm going to tell everybody this right yeah. now. Brace yourself because for people that think the New York Jets are going to just take oh. over – you got some big time things coming up your way because he's trying to bring his Green Bay Packers over because he's the guy that said he had nobody around him there. So uh, it's yeah, going to be interesting. Yeah. By the way, let me look. Speaking of the Jets, uh, toughest schedules through the first six weeks. I uh, saw that. Nobody's schedule is tougher than the Jets. In the look ahead lines, they're only a favorite in two of their first six games. They're getting a point and a half in week one uh, at home in the Monday and that's night opener. Nolan Rodgers is the quarterback. Yeah. They got a tough schedule. And by the way, for people that are uh, looking at the schedule release and now looking at win totals, something that we like to talk about often, Warren Sharp's always been a big proponent of this. Don't look at strength of schedule based on winning percentage from last year. Go off of the Vegas win totals. Look at teams' win totals and compare your team's schedule or a team that you like, whether it's over or under, against the Vegas expected win totals. And the expected Vegas number always do that. So based on that, uh, without any rest factored in yet, the Jets have the toughest schedule through the first six weeks. The Bears, for what it's worth, have the fifth easiest schedule in the NFL this year. Yeah, I and think it's they a big usually, difference from last year where they had a tough one. They usually get the short end of the stick, in my in my idea, for a team that you know is, is the second biggest market. Look, it's important for them to make a dent. And you know, I know people are excited about the Jets. I heard somebody say, you know what, when the Jets are good. The NFL is better. I go, well, wait, then the NFL would have crumbled already. Right, exactly. When, when, when were the Jets good? Well, yeah, I mean, that's a New York influence guy just full of crap and doesn't know what he's talking about. Uh, just like we needed Los Angeles and we didn't have him for, for three decades. You know what I mean? It's crazy, yeah. It is. Like, 
It's if, not. If you tell me the if you tell me the NBA is better when the Knicks are good, like I'll buy it. Okay, I get it. The Knicks, even though they weren't there for uh, uh, well, since Patton was a corporate. That's true. They haven't won in uh, a championship no. in fifty years either. But but I mean the Knicks have a mystique about them, and the Garden has a mystique about it. Like the when Agreed. the Jets are good, the NFL is good. I don't I, I don't even know what that I, means. I heard that this morning, and I I said, my God, are you kidding me? That's crazy. I, 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 I don't even, I don't attribute stupid mistakes or stupid things that are said to people. I just heard it and I was just shaking my head. Uh, how about the Bears as a, a three win team getting four primetime games though? I mean, you know, to your point, it it Market. is they are still very relevant. The league wants. Well, you got a, a very popular quarterback that's been given more than the benefit of the doubt considering yeah. his turnovers and a lack of winning and and and. To me, the appalling part is they didn't let him go for the rushing record, which would have made him more attractive this year and the team. But uh, quite frankly, he couldn't pull out a game in in nine straight games, and he had the opportunity. So these are things that you say, why do they deserve four? Because it's still the Justin Field mystique that has been just hyped by the media to a, a, a vomiting type of stage yeah, already. Well, because you see the the highlight runs are on all, yeah. like that's what you see everywhere, and people, you're right, they go crazy with it. And don't get me wrong, he's a superb athlete, and those are fun to watch, but that's no sustainable way to play yeah, quarterback I mean, I mean, I, you know, he could either be, because he went to Ohio State, I've always had the question mark, because they've had from better athletes, there's no better receiver in football than the one he had when he had Marvin Harrison and these other guys. We well, had Garrett Wilson and he had Chris Olave. Think hey, about absolutely. that. I mean, yeah. Come on. Yeah. I mean, these guys are like pros. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So then he goes to the Bears and look what, what he's looking at. Now, he's got to get rid of the football. We know this. But if there's ever going to be a first eight games that are important to a guy that has been overhyped so ridiculously, it's the, him. And he's got pressure on him to yeah. try to live up to that hype. Yeah. Three of the first five games for the Bears in 2023 on the road. Weeks two, three, and five at Tampa, at KC. They're about a 10-point dog in the lookaheads in that game. And then the Thursday nighter against the Commanders in Washington. NFL teams with the easiest schedule in 2023. Again, this is based off of the Vegas projected win totals. Saints, number one, followed by the Falcons, Panthers, Colts, and Bears. NFL teams with the hardest schedules in 2023. The Patriots, Bills, Chiefs, Raiders, and Dolphins. And you know what? When you brought up, and by the way, I want to say hi to everybody and my buddy Eric Ostrowski. I mean, we just jumped off the bat. We did. Right, right in the NFL, Mike. I, I like, the, like the Kentucky Derby winner, which I was so happy to talk about later on, which I had. God bless them. And, you know, we just jumped up and hi to everybody. All I'm saying is those five bottom teams that you brought up, can you see one of them surprising anybody? Because I could say, yeah, but I could also see him crap in the bed, too. All five. Of the New easiest? Orleans, of the, oh, oh, yeah. Okay, so oh, the easiest yeah. teams. I, I'll give you a team. Give me a team. Um, New Orleans, Atlanta, the Bears. I, they could all crap the bed. They could. And if you and if you say, pick one out of there that might surprise, I might pick the Panthers. They were, they were a seven-win team last year with Sam Darnold and P.J. Walker and Baker Mayfield. I mean, with a new quarterback and, now. Yeah, and, and a coach that's out to prove something who, despite as poorly as it ended in Indy, I think Frank Rank's a pretty good coach. So, I like, could the Panthers yeah. win eight games? Yeah, I think the I Panthers could that. win eight I'll games. Give, I'll give you that. You know, ladies and gentlemen, the odds couple not only went two and two last week, but they're successful because they don't just make up and have scripted talk. Sometimes we agree. Sometimes right. we disagree. Yeah. I agree with Carmen on the, on the Panthers big time. Like, if that's one team that could surprise, yep. that might be it. All right, coming up, Luke Pergandy will join us from Prop Swap. Uh, we got a preview NBA action tonight. We got a couple elimination games. 
Uh, we can revisit Jason Tatum's heroic and huge fourth quarter in Philly last night to get that thing back to a Game 7 Sunday afternoon in Boston. We got tons to do, folks. Don't go anywhere. We are just getting warmed up. It's Mike and Carmen. We are the Odds Couple, presented by Props. You're listening to The Odds Couple. With Carmen DeFalco and Mike North. On ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Welcome back inside the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap here on the ESPN Chicago app. Catch up on demand at any time this week. And you can listen on the air on AM 1000 and FM 100.3 every Saturday morning at 10 for our Encore replay. And it's time to get out to the CarX Tire and Auto guest hotline and say hello to one of our favorites. He joins us every week from PropSwap.com and the PropSwap app. Luke Pergandy. Hello, we're on a good Hi, Tom. Hi, Mike. What's up, buddy? Buddy, how you doing? Um, the Lakers and Warriors tonight. Mike and I will do a little bit of a deep dive later in the show on that game, but... Uh, we talked last week about this huge ticket that a guy has. He needs the the Warriors to win the title as the last leg of a pretty impressive parlay. You guys have gotten him some big bids. He doesn't want to sell. Uh, the Warriors are still alive. Teams with championship medal are tough to eliminate, especially at home. But is he feeling the pressure or stress of this at all with Game 6 in L.A. tonight? Yeah, so typically, you know, we've been doing this business for eight years. Anytime a team wins any game, even if they're down three to one, which is what they were, now that they got down to three to two, like their confidence just goes through the roof. Mm. So it seems like now he would not sell. And then if they get to a seven, a game seven, then potentially we can convince him. But yeah, I mean, the ticket's back to being worth around 27,000. Uh, we got him a bit of 30,000 uh, three, not five, five days ago now. Mm. So uh, he declined the $30,000 bid, obviously still has the ticket. Um, so we'll see how game six goes for him. Yeah, he's gone this far. So, I mean, you know, it's hard to question him so far, but as soon as he dumps, we'll say he should have sold, sold it and then put a portion of that back in. We will continue to preach that here with our great sponsor, PropSwap. I will also talk about election tampering here. And and I know Luke goes, Mike, throw something different at me, okay? And I go, yeah, I think I will. You know, futures <laughs> tickets on MVPs. Okay, here's what I've heard. I heard Barkley call the guy, which we now know was Mark Jackson, who didn't even give Jokic a top five vote, okay? Crazy. A fool, okay? Keyshawn Johnson says this morning, you know, I watched this Jokic last night. I mean, he has no body tone or anything else. He's weird, but, you know, he's good. Then I hear Jalen Rose, okay, say that, uh, you know, after last night's game, Jokic showed he could be great. I'm going, what have you been watching for two years? Really? You know, I'm just listening to this nonsense from people, and I cannot believe this is what hurt him in MVP. This is when he stopped caring. And last night, I think I, I might buy something on prop swap on the Denver Nuggets winning it all because I think that team's on a mission. Yeah. I, Mark Jackson did not put Jokic in the top five. That's that's true. Apparently, that's absolutely true. Apparently, that is the the what what has happened. But Barkley, the rest of his votes weren't that good either. But he didn't forget to put the Greek freak on. He put Embiid on. But he keeps Jokic off. And I know. 
people are thinking about 10 different things from racial to you name it. But the bottom line is, yeah. I think he wanted them beat to win, and he didn't well, want Jokic to get one vote. In fa- I, I get for what it's worth. And like Ernie, I get when, what he when, was doing. When Barkley went off on this, Ernie Johnson even said, he goes, you know, you hope it was just an oversight. And I believe that's Oh, Ernie Mark- Johnson. That's why he stays in the business 35 years. Well, but, but and Mark Jackson did say that he made an honest mistake. Oh, come on. I, I don't know how you make yeah. that mistake, guys. You, it's, it's, I don't you don't. You make that you, it's weird. You're the top, one of the top analysts in the game. It's weird. And what have, you, what have us three been talking about for two years? I, I, yeah, I don't get it. I, I don't. You can't do that. And then he... The other guys, just look it up, Luke. You'll you'll be amazed yeah. at the other guys he voted for. The two well, other guys. and to Mike's point, I mean, it does look like Denver uh, is. I mean, it does look like they're on a mission. I don't know that anybody's mm-hmm. going to beat them at home. They're disciplined, uh, Luke. I mean, yeah, they're just in. In is he's just, and you know what? The rest over those last couple weeks, when you're right, when he knew the way it was trending, and when Denver knew. They basically were able to sort of limit his minutes, sit him here and there. You know, that, that could have done a world of wonder for him because uh, he looks revitalized. Yeah. He looks great. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, it, it, to me, it comes down to Anthony Davis's health. Yes. Um, well, he doesn't I, have I a concussion. Do, I, yeah. yeah, yeah, weird. That was a weird injury. Went off in a wheelchair. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I think if he does get healthy, and that's obviously a big F knowing his last five years of injury history, I think they can beat the Nuggets. I just think that the combination of both of those two players versus just Jokic could be lethal for that team. But, you know, the guy's made of glass. So um, betting that, A, they got out of the series first, of course, and then, B, that he can stay healthy for another, you know, six, seven games, whatever that next series goes to is, is the question. Yeah. All right. How about uh, NFL? You know, Mike and I spent the first segment talking about the NFL. I mean, it's basically become a year-round thing right now. Uh, we had the yeah, draft really a couple is. weeks ago. We had the schedule. Everybody's excited about 14 that. Fourteen and three, my friend. Rightfully so. Mike's got the Bears at fourteen and three. <laughs> I think maybe fifteen and two. Uh, yeah, if I'm going to be yeah. a little pessimistic, I'll go What's fifteen Luke and got two. Him at? Yeah. What do you got him at, Luke? <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is the most overhyped three and fourteen team last year in like the history of sports. Yeah, so absolutely. I just I want everyone to calm down with, with the Bears. <laughs> have, have we improved the roster? Yes, we've yeah. improved the roster but in my opinion we are still two or even three offensive linemen away from being a dominant team in the league so um we we need to we still need to make a lot of changes yep well and and what does the schedule release do for people's appetite or is it just always there for the nfl are there always tickets are there always win totals and you know you start to get a little bit of a better idea now that the schedule is set you could look at some rest advantages or disadvantages you could look at the jets first six games and say Oh boy, that uh, I don't know about over nine and a half right now with how tough their start is through those first six games and Aaron Rodgers getting acclimated with new teammates. Is there just always an appetite or does it ramp up at certain points of the year, maybe on a day like today after the schedule is released? Yeah, the schedule release helps for sure. We saw a few NFL sales grow through this morning. You know, I, I think to your point, it has become a year-round sport. Of course, the draft, you know, like we talked about on the show, is huge. I mean, that's before I started this company, I never imagined people would be wagering on the NFL draft on you know just a list of players getting selected. But that's a huge, huge night for us. Um, that Will Levis theme with a random Reddit user posted that mm. Will Levis was going to go number one overall, and he had you know he had two Reddit posts to his life. He had no accreditation. Um, that that moved the betting markets, and we had hundred dollar Will Levis tickets to go one overall, selling for a thousand dollars. You know, like that's just an example yeah. of 
something that not, no play was accomplished on the field, but yet people are making thousands of dollars in the secondary market. Yeah, it's pretty wild. All right, Luke, have a good weekend, buddy. Uh, enjoy all the action. Next week is PGA Championship, too. That's always great for you guys. It is. Yeah, huge major. Um, so we'll, you know, we're excited for that next weekend. There'll be tons of golf tickets posted for sure. Sounds good. We'll talk to you next Friday, Luke. Okay, thanks, Sean. Bye, Mike. See you, buddy. Look, I'm winning that golf right now. Oh, there you go. And here we got another, the second major coming up next week. Hey, I forgot another guy. Kendrick Perkins beat the crap out of Jokic. Did he? And he brought up, yeah, he brought up, you know, racial stuff. So you have Perkins. You got my guy, Keyshawn. I like him. Jalen Rose ain't bad, but Mark Jackson's a disgrace. I just Just a disgrace. And then the, the other two guys that he had on, Alexander? I mean, he's good, but come on. Look at the people he kept off besides Jokic. Don't just look at him. Look at he had Embiid and the Greek. Look at the other two guys. He, tw- he could have done better. He tweeted yesterday. Oh. Ma- made an honest mistake oh, with please. my MVP votes. My please. apologies to Denver Nuggets and Nikola Jokic. He's not only a legitimate MVP candidate who deserved my vote, but he is truly one of the all-time greats. Again, my apologies. then pay attention. I, ignorance. I, that's is, what I would say. Yeah. Ignorance isn't a tool. Uh, coming up, Mike. Let's talk a little bit of NBA. Okay, we got a couple of. I love NBA talk. Absolutely, we're going to do that coming up next. Don't go anywhere, folks. Jim Miller still has ponies a little bit later on, and we'll give you some best plays before we're out of here. It's Carmen and Mike. We're rolling along. We are the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. This is the Odds Couple with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco. The Odds Couple on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. Welcome back inside the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. Mike North and Carmen DeFalco. Follow us on Twitter. Mike is at North to North. That's the number two. I'm at Carmen DeFalco. Catch up on demand at any time this weekend. And every weekend, just make sure you download the ESPN Chicago app. You can catch up on the pod there. We have the Encore replay on Saturday morning at 10. Hey, by the way, speaking of pods, I got a uh, five-episode special coming up uh, in a few weeks uh, called Raging Mouth. I... Appreciate uh, everybody checking it out on the bar room or other locations. We'll give you uh, Raul Jewelers a sponsoring Carm. Nice. I'm sure you'll there'll be a spot in there for you. It I will be it. all good, of course. But there's going to be all sorts of uh, uh, stuff, stories you've never heard, including Jerry Reinsdorf and how great a guy I really think he is personally and all the ups and downs we had and the friendship we've had for 31 years. Up on Twitter today, there's a picture of me and Jerry. I hope yeah. he's doing well. I feel bad. He had lost his wife. I tr- I left the call a, a, a month or two ago. Didn't hear from him. But uh, I, the White Sox organization and I have had our, our ups and downs. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you this right now. Jerry Reinsdorf's always been there when I needed him. And we've had breakfast together where we went back and forth. But we've also had – he told me something, Carm. He said, <clears throat> you remind me of my father. This is a compliment. And I didn't know it at the time because we were fighting a little bit. And I said, did you love your father? (laughs) And I found out later he was an electrician. Mm. I just looked it up. An electrician and a shoe repair guy, a quick talker who was a high school dropout. So I thank Mm. him for the compliment, and I hope he's doing well. All right, well said. Uh, I've had plenty of uh, adversarial moments with Jerry as well. Great guy, though, um, but, but things uh, haven't worked out. Yeah, it hasn't. Uh, by the way, speaking of pods, too, and I know I, I uh, saw you guys talking about the uh, right. Vita Blue passing. Oh, yeah, well, somebody just died. Yep. And uh, we, uh, we do that very, very we, uh, timely. 
uh, yes. type of situation. A lot of guys don't make the cut. We decided at the last minute because we couldn't get the, the stuff together. We had some technical issues. Joe Cap was going to have one, but he's out now. And there'll be somebody else hitting the dirt pretty soon. <laughs> it's always is the case. Right? <laughs> always is the case. Hey, I get it by the head. Let's go. There you go. Let's uh, let's talk NBA. We got two elimination games tonight down in South Beach, back in South Florida. It is the Knicks and the Heat. This game opened uh, four and a half most places, some maybe even as low as Heat minus four, and it has been bet out. There's a lot of money's come in, uh, in on the home team. Miami now about a five and a half point favorite. Of course, we're looking at a low total in this game of only two oh eight. So Miami has. Uh, Let's see, they're 5-1 straight up and against the number so far in the play-in games slash playoff games at home. After playing terribly in that first game against the Atlanta Hawks, they've ripped off five straight wins at home. Jalen Brunson, who we talk about a lot Bravo. here, I don't know how you don't. He played all 48 minutes. He scored 38 points. Old school. He is. He's going to have to have another super heroic night if they're going to get this thing back to the Garden. Yeah, but game, you so. know what? I want to say something on behalf of... Uh, my guy, Julius Randle, who's a blue-collar guy who, since he's come to New York, has gotten better and better. Sure, he's taken a few hits on the playoff thing, but I look at his numbers. I'm going, wait a minute. Take it easy. Now, I heard a talk show host in New York. His name is Craig Carton. Call him a G League player. They wouldn't make the playoffs during the regular season. This is like Aaron, Rod- Aaron Rodgers without Julius Randle. 25-10 and 10 during the regular season. Sure, you want him to be 30-20 and 20 in the playoffs, but you know what? Bottom line is, I did some investigating. You know when I do some investigating, you go, uh-oh, what are we going for, right? <laughs> what do we find out? Here's what I found out. In four years, Julius Randle, my guy, has averaged 22 points, 10 rebounds, and 50% from the field with the Knicks, okay? Yeah. In seven years, Carmelo Anthony averaged 24 points, five rebounds, and 46% uh, from the field. So shut up. If Carmelo's a superstar, Julius Randle's the guy that has rewoke along with Brunson the New York Knicks. Yeah, I don't know how you can say that. Look, you how can, do you say I that? I don't know. I mean, you can you? Oh man, can you nitpick certain things in his games? Yes, sure. But, but look say, at his games; they're not eight of thirteen. It wasn't bad. You're out to stop him too. To say he's a G League player is silly. I mean, that was silly. On. That's absolutely silly. And I happen to like the Heat after all that. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I, I, I lean I, that way. I lean with you. It's on early, Carm. You I, know that. I do. I lean with you on this. Uh, the Heat try to become just uh, the second eight seed to ever reach the conference finals in the NBA. It Both is rare, them. folks. It is rare. And the 99 Knicks are the only team to do it, uh, yeah. uh, coincidentally. But Julius enough. Randall's a G League player. That's crazy, yeah. Give me a break. Jimmy did not have his best game in game five. That leads me to believe Playoff Jimmy will have Jimmy? a big game tonight. You Playoff know, he, Jimmy couldn't be found. Well, but then he usually bounces back, you know. Playoff mm-hmm. Jimmy usually I comes agree. back strong. So my lean would be towards you. If, if anything in this game... I, I'm not going to play it, but I think maybe I think the Heat I'm win this game I'm not playing it. I don't think. Yeah, I don't so. think I'm playing it because we still it's still early. But I'll have something maybe on the bonus play at 148. Now for Warriors, see Lakers. how I got that promo and for your. Go I term. love that 148 every week. Mike got the bonus week, play. Uh, and he hit the win. He hit, we had a winner. You had a winner on that Again, last week. Well, yeah, Lance Lynn. So I, I saw a guy. Yeah, uh, that's right. A decorated colonel walk in the airport. I go, where you been? He goes. Viet, uh, I was in Vietnam. I, you know, now I, I, you know, got this going on. I go, boy, thirty-five years. I dodged some bullets. How about you? I go, I bet Lance Lynn last week. He goes, my respect. Exactly. You know what I right. mean? 
It takes balls to do that right now, let's face it. Yes. Uh, so the second game tonight is going to be Warriors-Lakers. This is another game six. It is another elimination yeah. game. The Lakers are back home, about a two-and-a-half-point favorite. 221 is the total. Good news for the Lakers is that AD is probable for tonight's game. Potential bad news for the Warriors is that Andrew Wiggins is questionable uh, getting injured in the second half. with the, uh, a, It was a rib injury that he suffered in the second half of the Warriors' Game 5 win. Uh, this is huge for the Lakers tonight. They obviously do not want to go back to San Francisco and have to face that team on that floor in an elimination game. Uh, the Lakers, uh, excuse me, the Warriors have struggled all year on the road. Now they won a couple of road games in that first series in Sacktown, obviously, but I, I, the Lakers had if. They've got to put the Warriors away. Otherwise, I think they Is might be Is that how it usually so. goes when you're supposed to win? You don't sometimes? Yeah. Because LeBron is still great. There's no doubt about it. And then, you know what? He's a common denominator. How's, the, how's it going to be rough? But Anthony Davis, I'm not saying this. I don't feel the guy. But a former NBA players and even current ones are snickering at the wheelchair the other day where he was like Tom Cruise on 4th of July. Right. You know, forget about it. Uh, so that just was a weak look. I think hopefully he'll come back. I have no dog in this fight. It would be interesting either way, except for one thing. Steph Curry's the best basketball player in the planet right now, even over the Joker. He's a winner. He shoots better than anybody. He shoots free throws better than anybody. He handles the ball as good as anybody, and his defense is underrated, and I'm I'm tired of the LeBron talk. I know what he's done. His accomplishments are noted. But Steph Curry just stays quiet, does the subway commercials, and just keeps winning. He does do that quite often. They're always they're going to be a tough out no matter what. Uh, teams well, with- Draymond Green hit another three. He was 0.5 the other night. Uh, mm. I know people probably took the over, mm. or some took the under, and then he gets the very first one. Yeah, the first one? <laughs> he had a good offensive game the other night. I don't like prop bets. It can be over in a heartbeat. I know. Lakers, no way, baby. Lakers have ripped off five straight wins at home here in the postseason, and they have covered in all five of those. So I'm not going against uh, Golden State. I do it's all hard this. It's hard to. I will not bet against Curry in this game. Uh, it's a must game. And when he has must games, better than anybody, as good as anybody except uh, the great Michael Jordan or Bill Russell, I, I like his chances. I'll reiterate something that Mike and I said last week. We had liked the Carolina Hurricanes way oh, back in baby. March. And then we sort of fall, we fell out of yeah, favor a little bit. Yeah, but we never abandoned them. They're plus 225 right now. About They're that? in the conference finals. They eliminated the Devils in overtime last night. They're the favorite. The Oilers are your second choice at plus 375. They have a huge yeah. game back. Why do you think together we've gelled on picking people like Jokic and Denver? It, I don't know. And, and, and Carolina. It's, it's a gift. It is. It is. Okay. I think the winner of this Oilers-Golden <laughs> Knights series is going to win the cup. I'm going to be for Carolina no matter okay. what. All right. That's it, don't you? I think the winner of this. I think the winner of this series out west wins ultimately. I think it's going to be either Edmonton or How about Vegas. Florida? Yeah, I mean, Florida, you know, you talk about a good story. How's Toronto doing? Oh, they're on the ropes tonight. <laughs> Do you realize they're one in four straight up in the playoffs at home? They one need Norrie Ullman back for the folks that remember right? hockey in the 60s. Davey Keon, they need those guys. Johnny Bauer in the net. Bob Pulford back, you know. Bobby Pulford. I mean, they're the Panthers are plus 150 tonight, and the Leafs just haven't played well at home for whatever reason in this postseason. I just um, think the history haunts some teams sometimes. They got over one, yeah. can they get over another? You could be right. Yeah. They haven't won, what, since 67, Mike? Is that right? Would it surprise you if they lost? No. No. Not one bit. Not one bit. Could have a oh. Panthers-Carolina Hurricanes Eastern Conference Final. What did I tell you two weeks ago, Handsome? 
two weeks ago. Is it Durant? Hockey? Oh, I've Durant. Yeah, last night. It's done. Well, how about that? Don't glad... think you could just show up and you're the man. Well, I'm glad you brought them up. They're just in general. Yeah. I mean, and I love Durant. I'm a big Durant fan. But just the Not Suns me. in general, like two years in a row on their home floor, they yep. lose by How about 30? Brooklyn? Durant at Brooklyn. The whole thing's been a mess for him it ever since been. he left Golden State in the security blanket. He wanted to win a championship. I don't care if he won an MVP. He, he was a front runner there. He left the team. And how's Westbrook doing? How's Harden doing? Those Oklahoma City guys, they would have been better off if you look at it at the they end of the day. Stayed. Probably stayed, even though Durant won championships. I know, I know this. He left that team and they still won. I so, can't, I and they're can't, still there. I can't believe the Suns these last two years to, to go off well, on Booker their home just floor, was horrible. The way they went off. I mean, just Booker was horrible. Terrible. And then he left without talking to the media. And Aiton. You know what? He'll never be on this team, I don't think, next year. He, he's frustrated. You need a guy you can depend on. He's too inconsistent. And Chris Paul, you know what? I mean, he he look, he dresses more like he's, he's in the State Farm commercial. He can't play. Can't he be dresses the, in civilian clothes. Can't stay on the floor. Yeah, they, and he yeah, keeps they, getting gigs like he's, like he's a, a, a top guy now. They got, a weird, they got a weird mix, for sure. Yep. All right, coming up, Jim Miller's got ponies, and then we'll oh, give yeah. you best bets before we're out of here. Don't go anywhere. Still more to do. We are the Odds Couple, presented by Props. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Entering the home stretch on this edition of The Odds Couple, it's Mike North and Carmen DeFalco with each and every week talking sports and sports gambling. And we always get ponies. About this time in the show from one of the best handicappers in the business. He's known from coast to coast like butter and toast. He is the one and only expert handicapper from Hawthorne Racecourse. Jim Miller, everybody. Jimmy! Carm, that was awesome. Coast to coast like butter and toast. That was so sweet, my friend. And I'll tell you, we were so excited at the top of the stretch in the Derby last week. Our horse was on the lead, ran a huge race. And I'll tell you, two fills was actually awesome all the way to the wire. Yeah. He represented us really proudly there at Hawthorne and in Chicago and ran a huge race. We, I mean, it was great. I, it was a nice little uh, payday because I, I, at your urging, I did have two fills across the board. He finished second. It paid uh, nicely. Uh, it we, ju- we just missed the trifecta, Jimmy. Let's face it. Yeah, and, and that's what in an 18 horse field, that's okay. Angel of Empire, another horse we liked, ran third. And I'll yeah. tell you, Mage just ran a really good race. But, guys, when you had five horses up there on what was a really fast pace and only one was left over in the end, and that was two fills, and the other four just completely backed out of it, I'll tell you, this is a good, solid racehorse that we're going to have to continue watching throughout the course of the summer. Yeah, I bet uh, Mage in a, in a, a matchup race on uh, Bovada against uh, Verifying, and he won. And then I regretted not just putting them down and getting the 15 to 1. But I want to just say this, uh, Jimmy. I want to think, get your ta- take because I know it stings you when you hear this, even though it might be true. <laughs> Tariko twice brought up the struggling racing industry in Chicago. And then later, <clears throat> he said the great city of Chicago. And so he was almost <laughs> like trying to make things up. How did you view that? Because in, in some areas, it is struggling. Churchill Downs is one of the reasons that Arlington. Uh, is being gone, to be honest with you. That was not brought up. How did you view that? Um, You know what? I mean, he's really not completely wrong, because if Mm -hmm. you think about it, 20 years ago in upstate Illinois, we had five racetracks. You had Sportsman's, Arlington, Maywood, Balmoral, and Hawthorne. We're still standing, though, guys, and that's the good thing. And we've actually had a really good meet. We're up about 400000 a day in handle for our thoroughbred meet. So 
things are starting to head back in the right direction. But yeah, as a whole, it is tough. And you look at what happened. I mean, think about it. Hollywood Park was where SoFi Stadium now is. Arlington Park is going to be the home of the Bears. It's something that's really something that just hurts the industry as a whole. But you look at kind of what replaces it, and you can understand why. But I'll tell you, at Hawthorne, we're going to be there for racing. We're going to be there for racing for an extended period of time. And things are actually really looking bright for us at Hawthorne because the numbers are up. Horsemen are participating. We're having a good meet. And I'm expecting you're going to start to see more and more race days at Hawthorne and things start to build back up. It may take a little bit of time, but we will get there. What's the Preakness field starting to look like as we're a couple of weeks out? Really not a whole lot of horses coming back from the Derby. I mean, Mage really hasn't even made up their mind. And mm. I talked to Larry Ravelli. He said if they had won the Derby, two fills would not have run in the Preakness. So mm. It's just too huh. quick to come back. So you may only have one or two Derby horses. The big one that we'll probably talk about next week is First Mission, the horse that won the Lexington Stakes. But it could be a race with a whole lot of new shooters. So you may see a field of eight or nine, but only a couple of names coming out of the Derby going into the Preakness. Okay, so where are we wagering this weekend, Jim? So Belmont Park for all three of these races, because, guys, the Belmont's only four weeks away. We're going to start in race number five, and we'll bet all these horses across the board. So race five, we're going to bet the two Warren points across the board. Horse coming in from overseas, that should be very tough. Race six is the Peter Pan Stakes. This is the prep for the Belmont. Going to bet the nine Bishops Bay across the board, a Brad Cox trainee who's lightly raced. And then race number nine, we're going to bet the three Twisted Ride across the board, a sprinter that might try to steal the race. All right, so all three races for Saturday at Belmont Park in New York. Race five, the two-horse across the board. Race six, the nine-horse across the board. And race nine, the three-horse across the board. Is that right, Jim? That's right, boys. Build the bankroll. Get ready for Preakness. Sounds good. We'll talk to you next Friday. All right, guys. Good luck. buddy. Jimmy! It's Jim Miller on the CarX Tire and Auto Guest Hotline. All yeah. Right. Ready to roll. He, Jimmy's been hot, and yeah. he just missed with the two fills last week. So good stuff, and uh, we had a really in, uh, good look uh, uh, last week uh, on the Derby. Absolutely. Yep. And just missed that trifecta. So, oh, that's um, the best race in uh, racing. Just right? Missed. I know, I know. <laughs> All right, how are we going to uh, – let's see how we can do today and uh, right. this weekend. Mike, let's give out some best plays. I love best plays, as you know. It's uh, where we put ourselves on the line. I've been doing pretty well. I haven't had a losing week in a while. But you know what? That can end quickly, so you got to be careful. I, I heard Carmen say off the air, he was talking to our esteemed uh, producer, Eric uh, Ostrowski, that uh, it's a tough board tonight. Mm. And I'm looking at the tough board, and I'm seeing the Boston Red Sox. They've been bet up. They started this morning at about 120, minus 120, and I've been up since about 430. <laughs> uh <laughs> Well, that's what we do. <laughs> I love it. I look out the window. I go, "Was that a bird?" And then, uh, uh, it, it basically, I take the Boston Red Sox with a very familiar name, that James Paxton, who mm. has been up and down. And but so is Adam Rainwright. How much does he have? And they're playing at Fenway. I'll take the Boston Red Sox, and I have probably a couple picks at one forty-eight with Carmen and Yurko, America's Playground. Bonus play action. Don't miss yep. that on the Carmen and Yurko yep. show. Uh, uh, let's go to second straight week. Weekend here where we have Padre, uh, Padres Dodgers out west. Last you week you love were, the Friars. I do, right? And last yeah. week they were uh, that series was played in San Diego. They are in LA this weekend. Yep. It is a rematch of uh, uh, a game that turned out to be a pretty good pitchers duel last week. Blake Snell versus Dustin May. Snell's ERA is hovering around five, but he's been better his last yeah, few better. times out. Let's play under nine tonight. How's that? That's under good. nine in the Padres and Dodgers game. I'll tell you what. I, I, do you have another one? I kind of want to give out a prop bet, but like you said, these prop bets, my God. 
Why not? Let's give it out anyway. We All love, right, go ahead. We love Jalen Brunson. Who doesn't? Except, except Mark Cuban. Except Mark Cuban. Yeah. Um, if they're going to force a Game 7, they're going to need another pretty impressive and heroic performance. I think he's capable. He went for 38, playing all 48 minutes in Game 5. He had 32 in the Game 4 loss in Miami. His prop total, total points is 27.5. What the hell? Let's go over. Let's say Jalen gets another 30 points in this game tonight. Win or lose, doesn't really matter, but we would hit our bet as long as he goes for 28 or more. So let's play over Jalen Brunson's prop total of 27. And real quick, I mean, I've been betting baseball, doing well, been betting golf. There's some golf today, of course, the Byron Nelson folks. But I'll tell you what, it's been a pleasure betting baseball, not sitting down all day. I've watched more games already this year than last year. Uh, um, Rob Manfred went from uh, uh, public enemy number one to one of my favorite commissioners ever. He saved the game, and so did his, uh, his people because it would be a different story right now. Uh, a 13 inning game the other night went uh, three something, mm. and, and in the old days it would have gone four, five yep. something. Yep. Period. Absolutely right. All right, Mikey. Excellent stuff. All right, buddy. We wish everybody a happy wagering. Thanks to Eric Ostrowski. Thank you yes. to Luke Pergandy and yes. Jim Miller. Yes. And yes. we'll see everybody again next Friday for another smoking hot episode of The Odds Couple. So long, everybody. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000.